0: Yo, what up? Welcome to Tevez of the Best. Today is Friday, September 16, 2022. My name is JC Tevez. Welcome to the podcast about my life and nothing else but stick around. You might learn something new. Happy Friday, everyone! Pretending like I haven't been gone for a month, huh? Literally, the last podcast I recorded was on August 16. Last month. Crazy, right? And you know what? Surprisingly, you know, I always make this joke whenever I, uh, You know, miss a week or two, no one messages me. But I actually got a couple of messages that uh, said, "Hey, where you been? I hope you're okay. Uh, You know, please record a podcast. Tell us about this. Tell us about that." So I know I owe you all an explanation. You know, the few of you that actually uh, listen. (laughs) So uh, here's the thing: I actually kind of touched on it on Halal Show. So I did record Halal Show uh, in between August 16 and now. So if you listen to that, you might have a little bit of a clue as to why I kind of went MIA. But I've been in Pampanga, and I didn't mention it on Halala Show. I was like actually going to tell uh, all the Leche fans about it when I uh, when we come back from our season break. Because we're on a season hiatus right now, in case you don't listen to Halala Show. But uh, my mom actually got into a, an accident uh, late last month. So I uh, you know, I, I took all my shit in Manila, like my computer, all the stuff I need to do for, for work and whatnot. Uh, I even brought my spinning bike because I wanted to try to stay healthy while I was here. and I brought it all to uh, Angeles City, Pampanga where my mom lives, and I had to stay with her for a while. Uh, just to, you know, she, 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 she's okay now, by the way. just I feel like I should have started with that. She's fine. She's doing well. But the first few weeks were a little bit uh, rough so uh you know needed she needed someone to stay here with well she didn't need anyone you know she's she's the type of woman who's like nah i'm fine i'm fine but you know me being uh being me i wanted to (laughs) i wanted to stay here and take care of her and just be with her actually actually she took care of me more than i took care of her tbh (laughs) but uh you know just for for moral support and because i'm the best son in the world right so that's what I've been doing here. I've been here for a month now. I'm still here, actually. I'm going back because uh, uh, my mom is 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 well now. So I'm going back to Manila probably maybe this week, uh, end of this week. I'm not sure. But then I have to go to the states anyway. Uh, by the way, I'm going to the states, so hopefully I can record podcasts there. I hope I don't take another long hiatus. But yeah, that's the explanation. Long story short, not gonna not gonna delve into too much details. Maybe I will in highlight show. But that's the reason why I'm here. So what have I been up to? If you follow... Uh, I haven't really been posting that much on Instagram. But on Hala Hala Show Instagram, uh, I've been posting more there. I kind of think of that as like my my Finsta. <laughs> but I've just been eating and trying out different coffee shops here. Uh, it, it's been great. Uh, Marissa's here also. She, she came by and she's been hanging out here. So we've been able to visit to all these, these coffee shops and... They're all really aesthetic looking, but the one that we've kind of, even my mom enjoyed and my family, some of my cousins who I uh, invited to go there actually liked, is this place called Retro Cafe, Retro Cafe 252. I don't know what the 252 stands for. I never asked, but they have a fantastic matcha, green tea matcha drink. Their food is big servings. Uh, The price is, is pretty, pretty affordable and... Uh, sorry about the phone in the background but there's just it's it's uh it's delicious the the there's this pizza there yeah they have a mushroom uh no, no no not mushroom sorry it's a it's a cheese mushroom something pizza it's so delicious and the vibe is just nice it's big it's huge like i went to another cafe called cafe bom in clark i've been there twice now and that place is fucking huge too like I don't know where all this real estate came from because I swear I moved here 2015 uh, to Pampanga. I moved to the Philippines 2015, but uh, some of you might not know. I actually spent the first uh, six or seven months of my stay in the Philippines here in Angeles City in Pampanga because I didn't have a space and I didn't. Uh, I was still working out the details of uh, turning over the condo in in Manila. So six seven months I was here, and it was not anywhere close to what it looks like now it's unbelievable the the progress seven uh, seven years now holy shit i've been here for seven years that's crazy but it's unbelievable the progress that Angeles city has made in terms of urban development and whatnot i don't know if gauging like urban development by the number of coffee shops is the best way to do it but for sure it's just so much more alive now yeah i mean covid aside it's just it's 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 cool it's such a cool place to be for coffee lovers and and because Pampanga has always been known for its food but it seems like that there's going to be it's going to be known as a coffee spot as well. Rika was telling me, oh by the way Rika's in the UK I'll talk about Rika in a bit but um yeah Rica was telling me that a lot of her coffee friends cuz you know Rika owns a coffee shop so she has coffee friends and they they're saying like Pampanga is is like the spot to go now. I don't know if... Angeles specifically or Pampanga because Angeles is in Pampanga and Pampanga is fucking huge but Angeles City for sure if you're a coffee lover you know bring a couple of your your uh your jittery friends you know the ones that get souped up on caffeine and then they vape after during their lunch break just bring them bring your vapes bring bring your coffee mug your tumblers and come to Angeles City and just fucking just drive through so many And I got suggested a lot and we haven't had time to hit all of it because here's the other part of my story. Why didn't I record if I was here and my mom was already doing well after a while? Why didn't I record as much as I should have? Well, here's the thing. I'm fucking old and I have been dealing with my own medical problem. (laughs) Uh, I fucked up my knee again. So I have a torn ACL in my left knee. I haven't repaired it yet. It's been seven years. I tore it right before I moved out here. And I fucked it up trying to shoot a video for my Sonic's. Well, if you go on my Instagram, I I, I shot a video and and some photos for my uh, new Sonic shoes, which are fantastic, by the way. But also, the main health issue that I've experienced here is gout. I had I uh, I I don't know if I shared that I've had gout before on the pod- I'm pre- I'm sure I have because my last gout attack was in like 2018, and I already started this podcast back then, and. I just had a massive gout flare-up on my right toe. It's always my right toe, and I was able to combat it with with the meds that I normally take. Like, I mean, this is not medical advice, but I take colchicin. Uh, you know, I was able to kind of kill it in a sense. But then it came back after like a week, which is the first time that I've had back-to-back gout attacks or flare-ups, as they might call it. First time in my whole life that I've had back-to-back. Because the last time was, like I said, four years ago. And I, I'm hoping it's not a trend where, you know, now I have to really... Because I, I'm not the best at dieting or whatever. Uh, you guys know that. I love food and whatnot. But I feel like even if I avoid whatever, like, food... Because I was eating clean until that first gout attack... Um I just think it's it's more of a hereditary thing, like the uric acid buildup. But, but I never would wish gout on anybody. Gout is just one of the most painful experiences. I mean, I'm not, uh, I, I can't, I don't want to compare it to any other, like, physical pain. But I, I, I hear it's one of the most painful things, especially if it's a huge flare-up. I'm just lucky that it's in my toe. Some people have it in their knee. Or some people have it on the bottom of... Mm-hmm. Of their foot. Which is crazy. I just have mine on my right toe. And it's mostly on the edge of my foot. Like on the. Like if it's my right foot. Right. The left side of my right toe. That makes sense. So yeah. that That's just kind of what I've been. Dealing with here. And the reason why. I, I haven't really had the motivation. Not really motivation. It's just I fucking was in a lot of pain. <laughs> um, But I'm back now. I am going to the states though. in In about a week. So. I will try to record there. You know, the last time I forgot to bring a portable recording setup. That's one of the reasons why I wasn't able to record. And also my laptop is fucked up. It has no Wi-Fi. (laughs) So even if I did, I I, I couldn't upload it. I'm not really sure. I'm going to have to figure it out. But that's the the story about my Pampanga stay so far. Now, what else have I been doing then? If I haven't been uh, uh, recording podcasts, what have I been doing? I've been recording my voiceover work. So I still get a little bit of money on the side. Uh, we've been doing Hala Hala. We had a sponsored episode in case you missed that. We had two actually. Go check it out. Uh, courtesy of Lazada and also courtesy of uh, Tinder Philippines, which was amazing. Um, I've been watching the, uh, the show that I thought I would not enjoy because I wasn't the biggest fan of Breaking Bad. Someone actually messaged me. I'm sorry. The, the reason why I asked you guys to message me on the podcast Instagram is because I forget like if if i see a request from someone oh no no sorry see this is see ryan ryan uh messaged me and asked me uh message me on the podcast instagram and asked me my thoughts on better call saul if uh if i'm going to release a new podcast episode so thank you ryan for that uh, to everyone who messaged me on my personal i know a bunch of you did about this podcast um message me on the on the podcast instagram so i can get back to you uh easier holy shit it's raining so hard outside but yeah, uh, I digress. So let's talk about Better Call Saul. So, Breaking Bad, you have to watch Breaking Bad to to actually understand Better Call Saul on a deeper level. I is it necessary? I don't really think so because I've watched uh Breaking Bad and I was I like Breaking Bad. I think I don't know if I if I shit on Breaking Bad or not uh more than I should. But I actually like Breaking Bad and spoilers here. So if you if you plan on watching Breaking Bad uh spoilers right now but i enjoyed the show up until they killed off gus fring right when they killed off gus gustavo fring i think the show went downhill because it just became a frustrating uh thing especially with the the development of walter white because the thing what that irritated me about walt walt white walter white was that he was never, ever satisfied. And I think some people like that about his character development. But I think he was just so stupid. Like, he was so dumb. After he he killed off his biggest, like, competitor or, like, the threat to him. And he could have just been fine. He could have lived the life that he wanted to live already. He already accomplished everything that he needed to at that point. But then they decided to... I think they just needed... It felt like they had to add more. Like, they had... I don't think there were really any plot holes to or like plot plot uh what do you call it plot things to tie up after gus died then they just had it they had to go with that that one girl like, i keep forgetting her name and then they brought in those those like redneck guys which i thought was they were good like especially uh jesse Plemons, right he was he was really good but gustavo fring was the epitome of villains in that show and it should have ended when he ended Uh, whether we Walter White dying or not. uh, I mean, I feel like he had to pay for his crimes eventually, right? Whether by dying or going to jail. They could have tied it up better in a sense, I think. That's the only reason why I I was not the biggest fan of Breaking Bad after season whatever, four or, or three or whenever that was. But that was the reason I was hesitant to start Better Call Saul because I started Better Call Saul five years ago or whenever the first episode premiered when was that sorry if you guys hear background noise it's raining really fucking hard right now uh better call Saul series premiere it looks like february eighth, 2015 so yeah I, i actually watched the the series premiere seven years ago yeah seven years ago i watched the premiere and honestly i know it's super it's it might sound like man you're such a you're so you're so weird for disliking the show, but I did not like that it opened in black and white. The fuck! <laughs> I was like, "Wow, that's so boring." And I couldn't get past the once I got to like episode three or four. Uh So this might be a, this will be a spoiler, but it, it's only spoiling the first half of season one. But the shenanigans that he gets into with the skater guys, and then Tuco i think that's what turned me off on the show because it felt like so goofy even though they introduced tuco to the show and tuco if you watched uh breaking bad then you that's why you have to watch breaking bad to kind of get it right but it just felt like a goofier breaking bad but then so i put it off i never i stopped watching it and then uh you know when I got here, I was like, "Fuck! I need something to do while passing the time." And I saw Better Call Saul just release like the season finale or series finale, I think, or they were about to release the series finale. And I said, "Fuck it, you know, maybe I should watch the seasons that I, you know, maybe got better." And by God, it did. Man, Better Call Saul is so fucking good, dude. The show's so good. I think it started off well enough for what it was trying. What? What? I guess. I thought they were trying to do was be a goofier Breaking Bad, but the show got really heavy in a good way. Like they, they tackled on, because I, I, Saul was probably one of my favorite characters in Breaking Bad. So I never found him annoying. Some people, I know some people found Saul annoying in Breaking Bad, but I always liked this character, but this, this, this show is, show just gives them a brand new depth, B- gives his character a brand new depth and, and, it really makes me appreciate a uh bob odenkirk who plays saul and just be like these character, like the nuances of his character in breaking bad like you can tell that he he did some shady shit in the past but to see him uh kind of devolve into who he is into breaking bad is so good now full disclosure also i'm not done with the show i'm 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 in the middle of season five now and I also know, uh, that the show did not win any Emmys throughout its run, which I think is a fucking. It's a it's blasphemy, man. I, 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 don't know. I mean, I, I, I saw the Emmy winners recently. I didn't really look into it, but I know the Squid Guy game, Squid, Squid Game guy beat out, uh, Bob Odenkirk, the main guy in Squid Game. Which, okay, I, you know, he was good. He was good in Squid Game. I just, I don't know, man. I, I feel like throughout the six year run, they should have won something. You know who should have won? I don't know his name, but the guy who plays Chuck, the brother of Saul. That guy should have won something. He was so fucking good, man. And, and uh, Kim Wexler, who is my favorite character in this whole show. And I'm, I'm not ready for what's going to happen yet. I don't know what's going to happen. It's not a spoiler. But she's so pure. I don't know. For me, she's like the purest character, kind of. And... Holy shit, it's raining so hard. Sorry about the background noise, guys. Uh, But, man, I just... I don't know what's going to happen. But Better Call Saul, Uh, Ryan, just to get to answer your question. That show is so fucking good. And I'm really happy that I picked it up. And I actually like it better than Breaking Bad. Because the characters are not... uh, The characters are just, like, real everyday people. Something about Breaking Bad... It, it, it kind of ventured off into fantasy land a little bit for me. Especially with the with like the, the whole drug trade shit. Even though, yeah, I get some of the shit that Saul or Jimmy McGill or Saul pulls off. is a little bit like, would that ever happen in real life? But it seems more grounded in reality. I don't know if I'm really selling this show to anyone that, that hasn't seen it yet. But Better Call Saul was, was, is, is really good. And I actually am enjoying I And you know what's crazy is... There's not that much... It's way less action than Breaking Bad. Even though Breaking Bad wasn't known for its action-packed sequences. But I also like... Oh, that's the other thing I forgot to touch on. Uh, the guy who plays Mike uh, Trout, I forget his name. But Mike, who's also in Breaking Bad, is really good in this show too. And I actually like Mike in Breaking Bad too. And I think he should have won... At least there's this one episode in Better Call Saul where I think the guy uh, Mike I don't know his name man uh, but he should have won for that that scene when he's talking about his son. I think he should have won in something some sort of acting award for that scene alone. It, it was oh, it was really good. Um other than that what else have I watched? I watch a lot of shit man. I watched the Pinocchio movie the which is getting a lot of hate online and in and in like um what do you call it? Critics and shit are are and discussions and online discussions are hating on the new Pinocchio movie. I watched it and it's actually not as bad as I was expecting, because people are making it out to be bad. What I find blasphemous is some people are saying it's the worst live action remake. Some are saying it's better than Mulan. And Mulan was the hottest piece of garbage that I've probably seen since Aquaman. Like, I really hated Mulan. Did you, did anyone on, uh, who listens to this actually like the live action Mulan with no singing and no Mushu? Did you guys like that movie? That movie was shit. Pinocchio was actually pretty decent, I think. I, cause I think you have to look at it from the frame of a, of a six year old boy or girl when you watch these things. A six-year-old boy or girl would not enjoy Mulan. I'm pretty sure. If I was seven years old, eight years old, I would watch Mulan and I would never watch it again versus the original uh, cartoon, which I watched over and over again. I'm pretty sure I watched that shit maybe 10, 15 times as a kid. Maybe more, actually. But Pinocchio, this Pinocchio one is actually something that I feel like I could, if I wanted to distract my little cousin's or my nieces and nephews for you know an hour and a half. I feel like I could throw Pinocchio on and they would actually be kind of engaged in the film. And I think that's the gauge you have to look at when you look at these live action things, right? Because like Lion King, the live action Lion King, I thought was not that great either because the the animals don't look like anim- animals that kids want to hang out with. <laughs> you know what I mean? They look kind of they, they're too photorealistic that they they don't. They they're not appealing to kids, and that's why I think it failed. So I'm so surprised that Pinocchio is is being uh what do you call it? Lambasted by people all around. Now, sure, is it is it uh is it better than the cartoon one? I don't think so. Like I grew up with the cartoon one even though that shit came out in like the fifties, right? When did Pinocchio come out? Sixties? When did Pinocchio Come out. 1940 bro <laughs> so, you know it's a 70 year old movie so of course visually and whatever now the the new one is head head and shoulders of, of beyond uh beyond what the 1940 movie could ever accomplish and you know what what really finds i find so funny is that in the reddit discussion people are are like roasting the cgi in this and granted, there are some scenes which are not, like, really well done in terms of what could be done at, uh, on, in terms of CGI nowadays. But, th- dude, you're, I mean, it's not that bad. Uh, people were complaining about the changing of, uh, you know, this is gonna be a little bit of a spoiler. Uh, but if you watch the original, then it's not, it, it's, it still sticks pretty true to the events. They changed the whale from a whale to like some sort of fucking demogorgon monster <laughs> looking thing, which I thought was weird, but it was, it was kind of creepy, so it was okay. What I found weird was these little weird smoke monster things that they had. Like the smoke monsters from Lost. They have these in, in the tre, the treasure island or Pleasure Island scene, which I thought was still really as, uh, really creepy. Uh, the donkey scene in the original really scarred me as a kid. And I thought it was really well done in this. And, and the, the scene in Pleasure Island was such a visual treat, in my opinion. It was so nice. Like, the CGI I thought was so good in Pleasure Island. Uh, the voice actor for Pinocchio I thought was pretty solid. Some people were, uh, hit or miss with, with Tom Hanks playing Geppetto. But I thought he was okay as well. I thought he did, he did a serviceable job uh they cgi'd figaro the cat and the fish and it it looks whatever but at the end of the day pinocchio was not a bad movie for what it was trying to do Yeah, jiminy cricket ugly little shit right he's an ugly little shit because he's he's he's, i i hate jiminy cricket he looks like a frog but he's a cricket but he wasn't bad either uh joseph my boy joseph gordon levitt played his voice uh, I don't know why they needed to get Joseph Gordon-Levitt. They could have got somebody else who... I mean, he, he sounded okay. But he didn't bring anything extra to the role. You know, sometimes you... Like, like for example, Ellen DeGeneres as Dory. She really brought it. You know, she brought it. Uh, but there was no iconic voice acting in this. Uh, maybe that's, maybe that's, that was a little bit lacking. And uh, I guess some of the villains were not as... uh imposing as they were in the 1940 thing which i think is a good thing because that 1940 movie was kind of really fucked up man <laughs> as a kid and uh funny thing is they never really addressed what happened to the kids in pleasure island in the 1940 movie and in this 2022 movie they said fuck them kids <laughs> they, they don't address it at all either so it's still pretty dark overall i think it, you know it's, it has like a 33 on rotten tomatoes I think it deserves at least a sixty. You know, it's way better than Mulan. I never watched a live action Dumbo. The best live action remake of a Disney movie so far, honestly, I think is Aladdin. I think. What are the what are the live action ones? Beauty and the Beast with, with Emma Emma Watson was okay. But I, I haven't I, I was never compelled to watch it again. I did listen to the Aladdin soundtrack over and over again for a bit, and I think that alone just makes me like because the Pinocchio Pinocchio has some songs in it, but none of them are really hit as hard as any of the Aladdin songs. The Fairy Godmother showed up only once, which I, I don't remember the 1940 movie, but she only shows up once, which which is weird because I think the actress that they cast, uh, I forget her name, she's a black black lady black fairy. <laughs> she was really good and and for in the screen time that she had. So I wish they brought her back in the the rest of the movie or at least towards the end. But yeah, Pinocchio, man. Give it a shot. It, it's not so bad. Uh, speaking of Disney, uh, there is... What do you call this? There is... Uh, the D23 Expo had a lot of cool shit that came out. And one thing that I am looking forward to, speaking of... We did talk a little bit about Lion King earlier, is the Mufasa movie. I don't know if it's going to be a live... I pro- it probably will be. But I hope they just go down the route of making the... They I hope they go the way that Sonic the hedgehog goes that went you know how when sonic if if you know the story behind sonic the hedgehog the live action movie they had the first uh version of it they did a trailer and everything and people fucking hated his design to the point that they changed it back to the actual design that he had in the video games and it performed so well and you know this obsession with photorealism in in CGI when it comes to live action remakes i think it's so crazy like, just give me the, 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 what they look like when I was a kid, and just put real, like Roger Rabbit, right? Like the Who Framed Roger Rabbit? The cartoons next to humans, and I'm down with that, man. I really am. Like the, the teenage, the Michael Bay Ninja Turtles, I enjoyed it, but I would have enjoyed it if they looked like the fucking Ninja Turtles. A lot better, I'm pretty sure. So Mufasa, if they could just make him look like, if they could, I know it's weird, but you need to they need to humanize the animal, make it look like a human animal. I, I don't know if that makes sense, but you, you get you guys get what I'm talking about, right? Because it, it's just so weird to see what I think is like a real life lion, and then it starts talking and shit, and talking about the circle of life and Simba. Everything you touch, everything the light touches, is ours. But I, I want to see it come from a cartoon looking thing. But I I hope the Mufasa movie is good. The other thing is Inside Out 2, which I know, I think I've said this. Inside Out 2 was probably one of the last movies that really made me cry. Even though I hated Bing Bong. Like, I fucking hate Bing Bong. I'm glad he's dead. So Inside Out 2, I'm glad they're not going to deal with imaginary friends or whatever. But the, the ending scene of Inside Out really killed me. And I, I am actually looking forward to Inside Out 2. Because I think they're going to tackle the emotions of, like, adolescence and i don't know how old riley the girl the girl who whose body's uh whose body is the main character (laughs) uh in this is gonna do but i am looking forward to that i forgot what else was announced at at d23 but i really i think that it's mufasa is gonna be oh little mermaid how could i forget little mermaid so here's the thing with little mermaid <clears throat> Rika and I talked about it on uh Halada show before. Sorry, I got a cough. <clears throat> they announced this casting like a year ago, Halle Bailey. That people a lot of people get confused with Halle Berry, right? Halle Bailey was cast as Little Mermaid. And for those of you who don't know who Halle Bailey is, she's a I'd like to say she's Is she full black? She looks light skinned black, but she's a black actress, and they they cast her as Ariel. So if you watch the Little Mermaid movie, which came out in, what, the 80s or whatever, 70s, uh, Ariel was white. So here's the thing that I, I one part that I, I get and one part that I also kind of see where they're coming from. Now, uh, I don't agree with the people that are saying she shouldn't play Ariel because she's black. Like, because of a race thing. I, I'm okay with them changing races and whatever, like Nick Fury. If you might know, like, there's a white Nick Fury in the Marvel comics, uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know, if they change the race of a character, I think it's fine. But I also understand. Here's the thing. I also understand. Back to the... I, I don't know if it, if it's it's a sensitive thing because we're talking about animals versus humans or Ninja Turtles versus a human being. But she's a mermaid. But anyway the reason why the Ninja Turtles design got a lot of flack and the original Sonic in the live action got a lot of flack is because it's not what we grew up with. So the reason why if, if people are kind of weirded out that Halle Bailey does not look like the white redheaded Ariel in the original Disney movie, I understand why people are like, I wish they made her look like the original that I kind of get, but it, it's a, it's a sensitive line to cross because then you're, you're, you're tre- you're treading along. Am I a racist territory? <laughs> you know what I mean? Me personally, I don't really care. But if they, you know what? Like, if they showed, uh, if they've got, if they cast someone who looked like the, the white, red-headed Ariel and she sang that, that, uh, part of your world in the trailer. I feel like that would have hyped me up more. Now, I don't know. See, here's the thing. I feel like I'm coming off as racist. But I I still want to watch the movie. I still want to see what Halle Bailey uh, will do in the role and whatever. Like, for example, uh, Genie, right? Uh, uh, What's his name? Uh, Fucking Will Smith was Genie. I liked Will Smith when he was, like, if, if the blue Genie looked like Robin Williams' blue Genie, i think it would look cooler and because i don't know because that's yeah, weird i don't know i feel like i i should stop talking before i get into any trouble <laughs> like i'm not opposed to it but i would also be more excited if they look like the original thing say so, i mean maybe i could let me let me let me uh try to talk myself out of a hole here <laughs> But let's say, okay, let's say, I'm trying to think of a iconic cartoon. Okay, let's say, uh Hey Arnold, right? You guys ever watch Hey Arnold? Let's say they made a live action Hey Arnold. Now, I don't know if they would ever cast a guy whose head looked like a football, right? That would be fucking traumatic. But if they got characters, and then they cast Gerald, right? Gerald, the guy with the long afro, and they cast him as like uh, a white dude, or not even a white dude, like a Filipino dude, which could work too. But it would be better if it was a black dude with a big ass afro looking thing. That's just me. But would I give it a chance? Yeah. I don't know if that's a good example, but that, that's where I, I'm going to leave my podcast at. So I already started, you know, it's been a month and I'm already going to cancel myself on the podcast here. Uh, I will try to record next week. I actually, I will record next week before I, I fly out. So just to touch base with everyone out there. Thank you to everyone who waited so patiently. I I actually looked at the analytics of my podcast. I haven't checked it in a while. And some of you still listen. So I don't know if you're new listeners catching up or if you're just old listeners (laughs) looking for something to to pass the time by listening to old episodes and whatnot. But I really appreciate all the messages, all the people that said, hey, I hope you're doing well, checking in on me. And I, I am doing well. Thank you very much for asking. So that's it. That's the end of the podcast. And I'll catch you all. Say it with me. Later. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh.